0: Hello, this is Teresa. Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. If you could see me now, you would laugh so hard because I am currently doing my podcast cast voice because, you know, when the mic goes on, the podcast voice goes on. Uh, But you'll never guess where I am. Well, you might know if you've been following me on Instagram, but uh, okay, stop ADHD brain. I am putting my makeup on in my rental car. It is like 11 a.m. right now. I didn't just get up. I got up at 7 and then it was very cold. I went to pee and then I packed up my tent. I took my time Uh, and then I wrote a little bit this morning, but I am on tour. That's right. That's why you haven't heard from me for a minute. Um, I don't know when I'll release this, I'm, if I have time to release it during the tour as a mini so I will, otherwise I'll do it when I come back. But I want you to know this is day three. I am currently, I just did my first night camping solo on my own, I've never done that before. I've traveled alone but never camped outdoors alone. I gotta say, thrilling, ex- ex- exhilarating, uh, exciting, It did not go missing, I'm still here. Um, currently I am putting my makeup on. <clears throat> for no one, uh, but it's something that's meditative for me. I bought like a little pocket palette, and later tonight I will be doing a show. So it doesn't hurt to put a little bit, you know, feel like a human being, remind myself that even though I won't be seeing other living, well, other humans, at least, talk, talking, talkative. Uh, I won't be communicating with other living beings for the next, what, eight hours. Um, it's still important to, uh stay sane in the way I can and that way for me is putting on makeup. But by the way, I'm putting my eye- brow liner on right now, which if you could see me feels ridiculous because it's like I'm wearing a onesie, a bear suit onesie, which I packed because I thought, hey, it's going to be cold and I'm not going to want to like put on and take off a bunch of clothes. So I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt under and then a onesie over. It's actually pretty smart, um, but the fact that I'm putting makeup on at all while well, looking completely ridiculous <clears throat> in a onesie is kind of funny but I'm right outside the lake I'm staying at Cheno Lakes in uh Indiana or I was I guess I'm leaving now I'm not telling you guys where I'm staying until after so I, what I'm gonna do is film like a little promotional thing for my show wiggle my butt and um It's gonna be fun or weird, I don't know. Uh, Luckily there's no children around, there's really no people around. There are some geese, which actually the reason I got out this Zoom recorder to record my voice was really because I love the sound of birds in the morning. And I was like, what if I just recorded birds and then, you know, made those YouTube videos and made a ton of money from just filming birds in the woods. Uh, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen um, because I'm talking. I think I'm gonna name this ser- mini series "Babbling Comic" because sometimes you look up like babbling brook to go to sleep. This is just like my babbling voice, and you know what? Honestly, I don't mind if you fall asleep to this. There's something for everyone. Like, do I want people to listen to me and stay awake? Yes, but right now, it might. There's a difference. I'm I'm babbling. I know it. So consider this like ASMR, but the A is for annoying. Um, Do I need to put mascara on? That feels very extra, so I will not. uh, I did brush my teeth. I feel like I should brush it again. I'm going to brush my teeth again and um, maybe go work out and eat breakfast. I told myself I would work out this morning, and then yet again, I did not. And that is a 100% on me. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. It does feel mm-hmm. less lonely when I talk to you, because I know someone's listening later. Do you like this ASMR? Guess what this is? Guess, it's a pack of cutlery shitty color or two. I bought it at the grocery store. I was like, oh, I don't really need 24, like eight forks, eight knives, eight spoons. But it's the smallest one I could get with all of them. Two spoons immediately broke. So really, you just need one. You don't need eight spoons. You just need one good spoon. That should be like a the name of a book about dating. Okay. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go make some lunch, wiggle our butts. And maybe work out. And you're coming with me. Okay. You as in the sound. So, let's figure this out. (sighs) Okay. Isn't this exciting? Oops. Wow. nobody. Nobody wants to listen to that. No, that's not true. I would listen to it sometimes. Oh my okay, da re-ba-do-do-do-do-do. Burda-do-do. And we're in the cooler. The oranges. To our final comedian of the evening. You guys have been such a great audience. Give it up for yourselves, real quick, before you bring up your last comic. Yeah. Your final comic, so stinking funny. Uh, She's on tour right now. So happy to have her in. You've seen her on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Start clapping right now for Teresa Lee, everybody! were you, are you jumping from another podcast or are you like, I'm never going to be a waitress again? And then like, are you like, what's, have you changed your LinkedIn title? Like what's story yeah so actually um Anna Hosnier oh my god I got her that job at I radio I'm not even kidding I got Anna that job I recommended her that that's so funny yeah so <laughs> I'm not even kidding no I her so much wait do you know me is that why you're here I, oh, I am that like, would be very awkward I am oh, oh my god yeah. well welcome so, thank you okay uh-huh. now I regret talking to you <laughs> okay, okay. I don't but now it's like, now I look like a right. very arrogant bitch, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look but, but, great. No, finish, please. Um, no, there's, I, I was like gay, and okay. then, you know, the fan to coworker pipeline. Okay, yes. But I was, you know, I was a fan of yours before the podcast. Thank ended. you. We're boring, everyone, and thank, thank you for coming. Thank you. Uh, I have a Fan. I, ha- I was gonna say fans, but it's one. But thank you. For- <laughs> you have at least two right here. Thank you so much for coming. Having- okay, this is, give it up for yourselves. So. I- I- Honestly, also, um, this couple here, I'm staying with them and I just met them and I feel like I'll la- I walked in and I heard the end of it. I don't, I did not hear the beginning. I heard, I heard blowjob and retainer and um, I don't know if I need to know the rest but are you guys having fun? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm so sorry about your breakup. I was listening. I listen. Okay, I'm I'm an expert in therapy. I've gotten so good at therapy, my therapist will talk for half of our session, and I don't charge her. <laughs> That's how good I am. Um, well, okay, this is this is very delightful. I'm happy that we're all paying attention. Uh, I'll tell you guys a little bit about me. I'm, you could probably already tell from my haircut, but I do identify as the girl who hacked the Matrix. <laughs> Uh, I'm also bisexual, i word in matrix terminology, non-non-binary. I know that joke's pretty hack, but it could be hacker. <laughs> I grew up in the Bay Area and Silicon Valley in the 90s. Uh, we didn't have Well, we didn't have bisexual, like it existed obviously, but I only thought you could be gay or straight, that's it. Like, I didn't think you could be bisexual, so I was very confused growing up. Like bisexual was, you know, in beta mode, like the way Facebook was in 2005, you know? Like you needed a college email address to try it. (laughs) So I grew up having crushes on boys and girls, and I didn't think it was weird, I didn't. I just figured I'm a straight girl that likes girls. Some of you have to think about that. (laughs) Chicago, wake up. Uh, I mean, you know how you can like vegetables and not be a vegetarian? Do you like vegetables, sir? Are you a vegetarian? There you go. Obviously, I realize I'm not a straight girl that likes girls. There's no such thing. I'm just a girl that likes attention. (laughs) Do you like know all my jokes? Okay, you still have to laugh. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm laughing the whole time. <laughs> uh, the first person I came out to was actually my college boyfriend. This is what I said. I said, Zach, I'm attracted to women, and he said that answers a lot of questions for me. <laughs> he was actually a very sweet, very supportive guy. We broke up, obviously. And then I started dating women, it was great. And then I also dated men, and then I kept dating women. And that's when I realized, oh, I'm bisexual. It was great for me, but I never told Zach <laughs> I just couldn't figure out a nice way to say, uh, actually, it was you. <laughs> don't feel too bad for him. He had Chinese characters tattooed on the back of his calves that said party. Yeah. <laughs> he was not Chinese, um, he was white. You guys knew that. <laughs> um, he actually got that tattoo while he was studying Chinese in China. That is peak white guy, confident, I need to get a tattoo in a language you're not even good at yet? (laughs) Can you imagine if I did that? Like if I just got an SAT vocab word tattooed on my arm in high school? Just the word egregious. (laughs) Technically it would be correct. Uh, I'm going to say something. This might split the room, um, but uh, it's my truth, so i got to say. I don't have a type, but I don't like white guys that like Asian girls. <laughs> Someone said, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, yeah. You're very woke. Thank you, Logan Square. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean white guys, okay. I mean the ones that tell you they like Asian girls. If like, you guys have never met them, this is a thing. They self-identify this way. I meet them a lot when I'm on the road. Um, actually, even after I do this joke, especially after I do this joke, these guys will come up to me, and they're very proud of themselves. Uh-huh. They'll come up to me with a big smile. They'll be like, like they want a gold star for putting away their crayons or something. They're just like, I only date Asian women. Or they would be like, my ex was Chinese. Or, you know, I have a sword collection, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I dated a guy like this on accident. Um, I knew, I figured it out because on our second date, he gave me a bonsai plant because he said it reminded him of me. So on our third date, I returned the favor, I gave him something from his culture, a participation trophy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I broke up
0: with him. But. It's a shame it was right before Valentine's Day. You know, I would have had the perfect Valentine's Day gift, just the same bonsai plant he gave me, but I would have just taken credit for it. <laughs> Thank you guys, too. <laughs> I am from LA, so legally I'm required to mention astrology. Uh I like astrology, everybody else in here. I know, I'm getting queer vibes, it's good. I think it's fine to like astrology there's nothing wrong with having a little fun like I don't know if it's like for sure real like you You know that's the fun of it, but some people get very upset with me on the internet And by that I mean like men, you know They get very upset whenever I tweet about astrology or mention it at all. I get reply guys in my dms just saying shit like if you believe in astrology, then you hate science. Um, okay, like, <laughs> you're a dumb bitch for liking <laughs> <of> astrology. <laughs> you should read a science textbook. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing, okay. I just want to clarify, in case there's any confusion, I have read a science textbook. I don't hate science, okay. I think you can like science and astrology. I just have an open mind. I mean, how do you think science got into that textbook, you know? You think Newton discovered gravity because a science textbook fell on his head? (laughs) No, it's because he was a Capricorn. I can say that. My mom is a Capricorn. I love my mom because I go to therapy. very upset when I told her I was going to therapy. I was like in my 20s. Um, I started going and she was like, Teresa, why can't you just talk to me? And honestly, that was a very good question. I was like, mom, that's exactly the question I'm trying to answer in therapy, so I'm back to you. <laughs> I have a twin sister. We are identical twins. Um, she works out, I don't, we look the same. My twin sister is a musician, and I am a comedian, so my parents didn't pray hard enough. (laughs) I'm not very religious, uh, but I do think, I believe in religious freedom. I think people should be allowed to believe whatever they want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and it makes them happy, right? But I do think that religions that have a marketing budget should be taxed. Like <laughs> I don't know if this is too much of an LA joke, but um, I'm specifically talking about the Church of Scientology. Like if you can afford a Super Bowl ad, I want to see your receipts, you know? <laughs> yes. Like the wrong sure. is painful content. You know I've never like been on Instagram just like trying to stalk an ex and accidentally found God by clicking on a sponsored post. You know, like that is just not the way, right? But there is one exception, okay? The one type of religious advertising I do like, or at least I shouldn't say like, I should say like, excuse, because I enjoy it, is the evangelical highway billboard. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I see these a lot driving like interstate highways. They usually all look the same. They're not always the same church. It's always like different religions, but they all feel like they were made by a fifth grader in Microsoft Word. Uh, I'll explain. So they usually have sort of like a solid color background with a like comic sans font, you know, bright green and clip art. And they always say something like, hell is real, or you know, like, repent now. Yeah. Um, I see these a lot when I'm on the road doing college games, just in my rental car with three hours to think about my choices, you know, that's it. Uh, and I saw one the other day that I really liked. It said, when you die, you will meet God. And I really liked it because it really made me think like, it wasn't trying to tell me what to do or what to think or what to believe. It was so different. It was like, so matter of fact, it felt (laughs) true. (laughs) When you die, you will meet God. And I started thinking about it. I was like, what if when you die, you meet God? And he's just this guy who's like, well, (laughs) what'd you think? <laughs> like god is just your friend who's an aspiring screenwriter who's just trying to get you to read a screenplay just like did you like, did you like it did you like it did you like the part of the end where i'm real <laughs> I have a couple of notes, but keep working on it. Um, okay, I want to do something else before I get off. Okay, uh, let's see. What is it? I mean, what do you guys want to hear? Because you guys have been so good. And also, your arms have been crossed this whole time. And I feel like <laughs> it's okay. No, it's the Alaska. I get it. You can't get shake the ice out of your body. Uh. want like this is the last thing see, so you should enjoy it. Okay, do you want to hear a curve your enthusiasm story? <laughs> I could tell you about, okay, I mean, I didn't write such a joke, but do you guys, I could tell you, do you guys watch Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. I didn't plan this, but I'll tell you about when I shot Kirby Enthusiasm, because there is a funny story that comes with it, but but I did not write punchlines for it, so uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. It's not just laugh at the end. Okay. Um, So I actually, I actually... I actually got fired for my job. I, I was writing for a YouTube host that I can't talk about because of an NDA, but I can say because I've done an NDA that I was not fired for not reporting some discrimination against my race, and also that they were not doing this over a pattern of many, many years, <laughs> oh and that there were not multiple victims of this. Um, okay, so anyways, the day after <laughs> I got not let go from my job. Um, I got this call to an offer to be on Kirby Enthusiasm, so I was like, yeah, heck yeah, yeah. So that was really cool, but I show up, so you guys know the show, is all improvised, there's no script, so I get the, you know, breakdown, it's like I'm playing an eye doctor nurse, I just have to like check Larry in, give him a, you know, whatever, see how he is, and then like Kaylee Cuoco will walk in and then I'll leave. Uh, So I did a lot of research because I was like, you know, I want to do my part, and I, like, research eye tests and what eye doctor nurses do, and very specifically, they all said, like, they do not, like, do the, like, the nurse will, like, kind of, like, sometimes move the thing and ask questions, but you're not, like, dropping eye drops or anything. I didn't have to practice that, okay? There's no script, again, no script. Okay, so I show up and then they're like, great. So, you know, you're gonna, and we're all separated because of COVID. So finally, like I wait hours and then I go in They're like, the director's like, great, you're gonna, um just like Larry's gonna step in, you're gonna like drop some eye drops in his eye and then like, you're gonna like walk around and then leave. And I was like, okay, I've never done that, but I'm not gonna like, I'm, I'm gonna be chill. So three, like we did it three times, I thought I was doing it fine. By the way, I've never worn glasses, never done eye drops, have no idea how they work. And it was fake, right? Like it was a fake one. So after three takes, I thought I was doing marvelous. Um, the director comes in, there's some whispering, and then um, then he's like, oh, could you like do the eye drops closer to the eye, you know, cause you're like doing it really high up. So then I was like, oh fuck, I fucked it up. So I only had one chance to then redo it, and if you guys— wa- I mean, I don't know if you guys will ever <laughs> like see it this closely, but if you watch the episode, they had to like add in a CGI water drop <laughs> 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 because they couldn't. Like, I didn't understand that how to do an eye drop. I was like, like this is Larry's head. I was like. Yes. You know? And they were like, you just have to go like that. And I didn't know and they told me so late. They're not gonna like do ten takes of this I doctor nurse. Um that's not that interesting of a story, but I will say like if people are like, was Larry nice? I'm like, yes, but was he annoyed? Yes, and was it my fault? Yes. So that's it. Alright, thank you guys so much. listening to You Can Tell Me Anything You Can Tell Me Anything is a comedic podcast created and produced by Teresa Lee on the Who Ha Ha Podcast Network the Whoha Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee Audrey Povar Maggie Wheat Austin Cardi Asad and Stephanie Binot the theme song for this podcast was created by Cody Johnston the outro music was written by Shipwrecked Sailor and the Hoo Ha Ha app can be found in the Apple Store to stream your favorite comedy series and laugh out loud podcasts by the funniest woman in comedy. To contact this podcast specifically, you can email tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Tell Me AnythingPod. Thank you.